Listener Production. Barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, welcome to this podcast where every day we try to find the pursuit of happiness. But today, Matt O'Kine, we're in search of the trivial pursuit of happiness. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have been visiting our locally owned (laughs) trivia team in a pursuit to greatness. Um, And we thought we would uh, visit them on home soil in Brisbane, where we are today, and uh, try to achieve that uh, milestone. All will be revealed in a moment as uh, we try to go for trivial superstardom. As well as that, we got a bit of mind blown today. You've also uncovered a new trend, which I had never heard about it. You thought you'd, you know, you thought you'd broken ground with the pappy shower. Well, well, well. (laughs) Just you wait to hear what people are celebrating now. It should be a very fun show. Stick with us. It's Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Well, Matt, it's been a very fun week so far in Brizzy, but let's talk turkey here. Mm. All right. We're here for one reason and one reason only. Mm -hmm. Not friendship. No. That's out the window. No. We are here to win. We are investors. And much like our boy, Ryan Reynolds, who we have met before, and you told him about when you performed Bohemian Rhapsody at a mm-hmm. pub and said it was the greatest karaoke performance of all time. Mm-hmm. May have overshot my shot, but that's okay. You got to, you know, when you're in the boxing ring, you don't, you don't talk about how much the opponent's going to beat you. No. You, know, you and, say, I'm, I'm here to win. Ryan Reynolds could very well have taken the Chris Rock route <laughs> and gone, Really? <laughs> You're saying that to me. Uh, but no, very humble man, but also great investor. Mm. Bought a football team in the UK. They got a fairy tale story and we thought, look, we need to get in this game. So we bought a Brizzy trivia team. Mm-hmm. We might have heard Hannah this week chatting to it. And we rocked up down to the West End Hotel this week, sharpened the grey leads and we got down to business. Hannah, the general manager, has just rocked up. Hannah, here is your special T-shirt. How are you feeling about tonight? I'm feeling pumped. We've got our uniforms, so good to go. So what was the team name usually? We change it all the time, so we're up for a new one this week. We could be the um, the West End Dyson for Wannans. That sounds great to me. I'm all for it. I'll tell you what, Hannah, this is the most professional pub trivia booklet I've ever received. Can you tell us what we're looking at here? So we are looking at the inquisitive trivia answer. Where's the emphasis? Come on. (laughs) The inquisitive trivia answer booklet. (laughs) The rounds are picture books, science and nature, days and months, how many, music and pot luck. Does anyone feel particularly passionate about anything like that? Do you reckon potluck is food? Like, (laughs) the guy with the long hair out here, I know what you think potluck is about, mate. Which month did Anthony Albanese assume office as Prime Minister of Australia? If Dyson, for one, got this wrong, (laughs) I would be very disappointed. May. May 26th, election day. Oof. Or, in my case, unelection day. What is your team name here tonight? Pack of Shunts. The Pack of Shunts. All right, I'm joining the Pack of Shunts down here at the Trivia Night. I won't look at your answer card, but how's it all going tonight? I think it was a bit of a surprise, the science round. Like, that science round had some pretty cheeky questions. Oh, oh, we're getting to... Here are the answers. Good luck, Pack of Shunts. Good luck. Thank you. 
Oh god, I'm nervous now. Yes! Dyson for one end! When was the winter solstice in Australia? Northern Hemisphere summer solstice. It's in June. My birthday's on the 22nd. Always shortest day. Well, second shortest day. Yeah, yeah you should know where my birthday is, Matt. I really should. It surprises me every time. Okay, we've literally just hit the easiest round of all time. How many rings are serve the Olympic Games symbol? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can joke around on your own time. We run this team now. Where did the world's first duty-free shop open? It's giving Denmark. It's giving Denmark. <laughs> Okay, the only Brit on the team might have this one. What does POSH stand for, P-O-S-H, originally in Ocean Voyages? Port out, starboard home. Port out, starboard home. Take it to the bank. <laughs> Take it to the bank. We haven't got the results yet. It's pending, but how do we all think we went? Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. You reckon we came second? Hey, can I say, even though we may have come second, many great people have come second. That's true. Okay. Your partner. <laughs> Come on, Denmark. Come on. Ireland. It was giving Ireland. Here's the acronym for Posh. What is it? Port out Southern. We got it. We got it. Thank you very much for hosting tonight. What was your name, sorry? Brad. Brad, thank you very much. So we were Dyson for Wannan. Sounds like we came third? Yes, that is correct. Out of how many teams? Out of seven. But let's be honest, if a table of 15 can't win a trivia night... It's very embarrassing. We're going to find the fire exits to this place. Yeah. Leave quietly. You guys wanted a shit sports team and we gave you one. <laughs>Yes, that's right. This is the segment in which I attempt to blow you, Alex Dyson, mind, and also you listening, uh, with a fact that I have learned across the last seven days. Now, you've been reading some science journals this week. You've been in the Encyclopedia Britannica. What's been, what's been your weapon of choice when it comes to arming your mind with facts, Matthew? The DMs. Now, Whoa. they have not usually um, appeared in, um, you know, bound in leather and uh, <laughs> in your friend's parents' living room on their bookshelf. I'll tell you what, I've got a few DMs from some people bound in leather, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, this comes from Bronwyn Doizak. Oh, producer Bron's blowing minds today. Now, there's a, this is a multi-layered fact because it's about a specific type of lollipop. Now, Brian, I... how did you come across lollipop facts? What's happening? It was on TikTok. And then also, I've not done any further research to this. So I, <laughs> so I just sent Matt a screenshot of something I saw. I was like, here's something maybe. It is pretty. It was pretty mind-blowing. Did mean, you verify I did some research. I always do my research. Okay, just making sure, just making sure. Okay, so now this is about lollipops, which I think I was quite amazed by. So We've got stand-up comedy about mind-blowing lollipops. Now, the modern lollipop is, they say, according to Wikipedia, still something of a mystery, but um, a <laughs> number of companies... The modern lollipop is a, is a mystery. 
Well, they say that a number of companies have laid claim to it, but according to a book, Food for Thought, Extraordinary Life Chronicles of the World, lollipops were apparently invented by George Smith of New Haven, Connecticut, who started making large hard candies mounted on sticks in 1908. He named them after a racehorse at the time, Lollipop, and trademarked the lollipop name in 1931, which I found so quite So lollipop was named after a horse. Yes. Okay. So which, this is why I find it a little bit interesting because especially in 1900, like I would think that they would date way back then. So there yeah, are, lollipops. there are, there is history of boiled candies on sticks or handles. Because people have been putting stuff on sticks for millennia. Yeah. Well, but, it's like the shish kebab, mate. Oh, love me a kebab, bit of a chichinga. Um, the old Ghanaian suya. So, uh, so Nigerian bean suya. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, look, I found it quite interesting, okay, to think that this person has claimed to have made the lollipop in 1908. But what I did not know, okay. It's like the lollipop was very close to being invented along the same time as the aeroplane. Like only, what, a couple of years before. Yeah, right? Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like two very different inventions. One, I'd say you'd hope... We could have come up with a quite a bit earlier. Okay. Lolly so, on a stick. Oh, what I didn't know is that Chupa Chups. Very famous. Very famous um, company is actually a Spanish company, right? Is now, it Spanish I, for something? Yes. Chupa Chup. Yeah. Okay. So Chupa Chup, apparently uh, the Chupa is a short word. Well, well, the name of the brand comes from the Spanish verb chupar, meaning to lick. <laughs> that's what yeah. the that's what it says here, okay? Yeah. Um, so chapa and then what's the chup? Chapa. Well, chapa chapa. I'm guessing it's a to lick lick. That's Is chapa chup literally mean licky lick? <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. Because if so, that's gross. <laughs> so, the thing that was why was mind blowing that is that you know, we all know the chapa chup Logo, the little like curly writing, yeah, curly writing like on the yellow flower kind of thing. Yeah, that was designed in 1969 by the surrealist artist Salvador Dali. What, yeah, Salvador Dali, yeah, yeah, originally did the Chupa Chup logo. Yeah, bro, that guy sold out. <laughs> I mean, he used to be all about melting watches. <laughs> You know, it was about the art, man. Yeah. Why is he going designing logos for companies now? I don't. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he had a little chup, a boiled candy at the back of his paintbrush. You know, a little licky like, lick. Yeah, a little licky lick what? while he's painting so, the paint. Do you reckon, as part of the deal to get Salvador Dali to do this lollipop thing, they invented a stick that could also be a paintbrush. A paintbrush. So that a while you're painting, lollipop. is that not a good idea? It was already they, in the I'm mouth. not saying that they did that, but I think it would. They they should have. Well, some people paint with their mouth and it would be easier to like hold the paintbrush in your mouth if there was a boiled lolly on the end of it. Mm, you'd certainly get your reward, wouldn't you? Absolutely. So I um, think that was pretty interesting stuff. Well, that's good. My mind is blown that Salvador Dali was a capitalist hack. <laughs> I did not, <laughs> I did not realize. Oink, oink, Salvador. <laughs> oink, oink. It makes me feel better. You know, someone like yeah. him can advertise <laughs> Chupa Chups and yeah. the world's your oysters. I mean, the three McDonald's campaigns I've done. Uh, oh, yeah. mate. I reckon, you know, this brings it I reckon Salvador Dali, sponsored by Big Mustache. 
I reckon there was a mustache wax company that was the one that got him to do his famous mo. Well, he probably well no, he probably just didn't want to get any hard candy in his in his tash. Needed a <laughs> stick to guide it into the mush a bit better. All right. Anyway, we also love you blowing our minds here at Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So send us a voice memo of a fact that you thought was incredibly unbelievable through uh, to our DMs, matt.and.alex. I always thought the song Closing Time by Semisonic was about the pub closing. It was always the last song that my local played before they kicked us out. But listening to a podcast today, they shared that the song is not about being bounced from the pub, but about being bounced from the womb, as his wife just gave birth to a premature baby. He did write it to have a double meaning, but ended up hiding it so well that no one ever knew it was actually about birth. So make sure you listen to it now with the new meaning in mind, and it's quite funny. Yes! Did I you know this? I think I've heard the same podcast, and it blew my mind. Seriously, do you... Do you look at the lyrics So this song's now? released in 1998, closing time, it, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turning all the lights on every, over every boy and every girl. Yeah, and this used to be at college every at the end of the pub all the time. But yeah, there's I think it's a Song Exploder episode. Is it Song Exploder? I know who I want to take home. I know who I want to take home. I, wa- I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I think one of them is like, um, time for you to go home to the places that you will be from. You get born somewhere, you're from there. How yeah. cool is that? Also, it does say, so gather up your jackets, move it to the exits. There's also finish your whiskey or beer, which I don't <laughs> think is happening in the womb, but <laughs> double meanings. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Maybe, for... maybe the, the drink he's thinking of is, is a rum umbilical cord. Maybe that's, maybe that's the drink that a baby would be having at the womb pub. I wish my silence was that of disapproval, but I'm actually trying to think of other puns. <laughs> I honestly couldn't yeah. think of anything. Yeah, no, we better, how about we just leave it there? I mean, you can't top perfection, Matt, so why bother? I don't know. I'm just trying Mate, you're to... Killing me is... You're killing me. All radio executives tell people like us on the mics, say something funny, finish on a laugh, okay? I said an excellent <laughs> joke and we finish on awkward silence. You've got to come I'm to the just party thinking, with me, man. I'm just trying to think. All I can think of birth sounding like Smirnoff. <laughs> Smirnoff. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, can I weave that into some Rumpelstiltskin-like joke gold? Get out of it. All right. Get Thank you very much for keeping in touch with us at Matt.N.Alex, as we always love hearing your DMs. I know what a unborn baby's favorite champagne is. Mum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can even talk. Now that I think about it, babies and alcohol chat. No, please do not drink while pregnant. <laughs> Guys, Bub Ali. <laughs> oh, okay. Producer All Bron. Right, thank uh, you. Knocking him out of the park. Good work, Bron. Drink responsibly. Well, Matt, you changed the game recently by getting a couple of lads together and going off on a pappy shower weekend. Some would contend it changed the game to a place that 
no one should be. <laughs> a game that no one wants to play. A very dangerous game, I have to say. Uh, if you enjoy your relationship. Um, Pappy Shower being um, dads pre-birth of their child go off and, you know, talk to other dads, hang out with other men in yeah. in this sort of way. But um, I've heard of a new, a new one. <gasps> okay, what's another excuse for me to... Because I guess that was a baby shower. Yeah. Then the pappy shower was a couple of pappies hanging out. Yeah. Well, I heard, I had a friend who recently attended their very first, not baby shower, but booby shower. Booby shower? Booby shower. Their friend getting breast implants. Oh. And so had a party to celebrate the incoming members of the family. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So were the, were the, was the party before or after the implants? Before the implants, pre-implants. What? So it's like a sayonara. Sayonara to, well, no, it's not a sayonara because it's like a baby shower is we're about to welcome, I guess, a new addition. And I guess it's the same concept, but for boobies. Was it just girls that were invited? Just the girls came along. They had, you know, appropriate food and cupcakes and those kind of things. (laughs) Um, Games were played. Uh, which was... Are you serious? Did yeah. this actually happen? Yeah, it's actually happened. A- actually, a booby shower. A booby shower. Who, who, like, I mean... I'm I not going to give you their names and address, <laughs> mate. What more information do you want? The girls went round. They had a booby shower. <laughs> so, I just never heard of this before. Well, I'm, I'm not sure how common it is. If, you know, celebrating the incoming boobies. Um, which I did hear apparently last about 10 years. Yeah. Cost about $15,000 in some cases. Yeah. Which is about 1500 a year. But my friend who's not getting the booby shower, who's just attending the booby shower, made the good point as well. It's like, yeah, the boobs, the surgery, all that sort of stuff, that's expensive. What about the new clothes you're going to have to buy? Oh, I didn't even think about clothes. I didn't think about the new so swimwear. New swimwear, new bras. Yeah. Going to have oh to go. God. That's that's a bit Stop pricier as well. Coin. How do you get to a booby shower? Motorboat. <laughs> Okay, okay. We done there? All right. Oh, okay. That's the end of the show. Thank you very much for joining us. This has been another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're happy. A good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast Kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.